Hey everybody, welcome back to the UNT College of Music In Context podcast, where we never forget to hydrate, lest we dihydrate. My name is Hayden Drew. Hello, I am one half of your host experience. Of course, I am always joined by the other half of our host experience, Miss Hannah Brayfield. Hello, it's me! It is indeed. It always is. Uh, this week to chat with us, we have yet another undergraduate student that we are really, really excited to talk to. Uh, everyone say hi to Miss Salma Ortiz. Hi guys! Hi, Hi, how are you today? I'm doing great. Went to the beach today. Got a little. Oh yeah, you're in Mm. Florida, right? Yeah, I'm visiting my family in Florida right now, so haven't seen them since Christmas. So it's really good to Mm. hang out with them again. Super cool. I'm jealous. Okay, so uh, we always start these things off by kind of going over your like origin story of like who is. Salma Ortiz, why did she do music? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So could you maybe tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I actually started playing flute in the fifth grade. Um, I grew up in a military family. My dad was actually in the Marines for 22 years, so that's well over half of my life. So we moved around a lot. Um, I actually started playing flute in California, and over there you have the option of starting in fifth grade. But the program that I was in wasn't as developed and we only had one music teacher to teach everyone for all the instruments and I actually wanted to be a percussionist but uh, my parents didn't want to pay for sticks and mallets and we had already had a flute handy so they were like hey why don't you just learn flute and I was like you know it makes sense they don't have to buy anything I'll just learn for them Um, but in the fifth grade I actually learned how to hold my flute wrong so I I was using like the wrong fingerings for a whole year and that was a hot mess So then I ended up coming to Texas in seventh grade, and I finally started to learn my scales, how to properly properly hold my instrument, Um, and that's when everything became a lot more serious, and I was actually taking it a lot more seriously than I did when I first started. Um, And then, yeah, I did high school band, marching band. I was drum major at my high school and section leader, and then I decided to finally go into music my junior year of high school when I made area for the all-state competition and when we did our like region band concert for all the area students there we had a clinician and he was just really inspiring um and I've never really felt that connection and that bond through music like I did when he taught and I just thought you know what I I want to be that person. I want to be that person that brings all these people together. Like I've never I've never played music with these people before since they're from all over my school district. And I just thought, what a really lovely way to interact with people um while also inspiring them and creating music together. And yeah, like I had never met this guy before in my life and those two days he really inspired me to to become a music teacher. So, yeah, I think that's Aww. where it all kind of started. Oh, that's wonderful. Do you know who the clinician is? Like, what their name is? Yeah, I think his name is Charles Aguillon, and I think right now he's the head of fine arts at some school district. I'm honestly not too sure yet. Or, yeah, I, I don't really know where he's at right now. I know he's he was the head director of some fine arts department. Um, but, yeah, he was just a really great guy and really knowledgeable, and he made learning music really fun. So I was like, hey, I want to be like him. That's- Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> so why UNT? UNT, you know, it's funny. Um, 
I auditioned to three music schools. I got into each one of their universities, uh, but I only got into UNT's music school. I auditioned at UTSA and Texas State, um, and I was on the waiting list for UNT and UTSA for a really long time. Texas State immediately declined me. They were just like, nah. So, um, yeah, I was waiting a really long time for their responses and it got to the point where May came around, you know, everyone already knows where they're going to college by then. And I was in a class called a mentorship. And basically what that class is, is I have to do a research project about what I want to major in and what a possible field I might want to go into is. And of course I did music ed. And at the end of the presentation, you're supposed to say like, where you're going to school, what you actually want to do after researching this degree for a whole year, if you actually want to pursue it. Um, And I was one of the only people that still didn't know where I was going to school. So at the time, it was actually really stressful. Um, But the same day, I I got both my decline letter from UTSA, but I got my acceptance into UNT, which was great because that kind of made the decision a little bit easier for me to decide where I (laughs) want to go. (laughs) Especially since I'm from San Antonio. So going there obviously would have been a lot cheaper because I didn't have to pay for housing or whatever. But I felt so drawn to UNT when I came here for my audition. Um, I just kind of knew I didn't want to go anywhere else, honestly. I think if I would have gotten into UTSA, I would have gone to UNT anyways and just tried to audition again because the (laughs) community was so welcoming and even my dad saw it he thought everyone was super nice and that the university really made an effort to get to know us and yeah so we were both just really drawn to it and that's why I ended up here and I'm really happy that it worked out the way it did because I don't know where I would be (laughs) you know I would like to make a PSA Listeners, if there's any of you out there who are not in not at UNT, first of all, welcome. Uh, <laughs> second of all, um, most a lot of people don't know what they want to do right before mm. they go to college. I was gonna go take a gap year because I didn't know I wanted to do music ed till really late, and you know you audition for these schools and it's very stressful. You don't have to do college right out of high school. There's mm. no rules about that. Sometimes it's a good for what you want to do but you don't have to. It's okay. <laughs> Take <Yeah>. a deep breath. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, what they do is they go to community college and get their basics out of the way. And I think that's a great idea. It's so much cheaper. Um, not as stressful going to like, I guess, a normal university. You get to stay home, closer to home. It's a better transition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad you're here because I loved having you as my roommate. Yeah, oh, I don't know yeah. what I would do. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wouldn't know Hayden. <laughs> oh I mean, yeah, I know a lot oh. of people. Yeah, oh. Salma, you're <laughs> responsible for this podcast. I- <laughs> oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> but um, listeners, Bruce Hall, uh, as many of you likely know, is a hotspot for freshman UNT students who are studying music, especially among other things. But it's right next to the music. St- so like you roll out of bed and then you're in your oral skills class at 8 a.m. So Salma and I met in the same room because we lived there together for a year. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I was a good roommate. Oh, you were a great roommate. I loved you. (laughs) I talk about you all the time. Whenever people are like, do you know Hannah? I'm like, yeah, she was my roommate. She was the best. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) says that. (laughs) People should say it more because it's true. (laughs) 
<laughs> Do you know Hannah? She was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I did I meet you in I met you in oral skills, didn't I? Right? I think so. Yeah, so we were in the same oral skills class and you would always hang out in our room anyways. So yeah. I kind of knew you from from both I guess we made the connection like, "Hey, I know you. You're in my oral hey. skills class." Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that was I haven't thought about that in a long time. I haven't thought about <laughs> Professor Lau in in, in oh, several he's years. The best. Oh god, he's great. I miss that guy. Yeah. Do you uh, have any favorite Lao stories? I oh, never had this teacher. Oh god, do I? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I can't think of any specifically right now. We had like a group chat called he got Ellen. A cake. He got yeah, he did. He did. There, there was like a whole bunch of stuff like that. He he got us like candy and stuff if you sung well. Even and, if you didn't, he would still give us candy. Yeah, like, and it oh was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like kick. It was like really good, uh, like Thai candy or something like that. It was really, yeah. really good. And uh, yeah, yeah, he was the best. Anyway, um, how was your undergrad? Like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> like my my first year. Yeah, like yeah. How it's going so far. I guess yeah. Um, my first year was interesting. I think living in the dorms with someone was definitely something new. I shared a room with my sister in the past, but, you know, it's just kind of different living with someone that you don't really know and that you never yeah. met before. Um, yeah. I actually remember texting Hannah in the summer because I looked up. I was so eager to learn who my roommate was. And I was like, ooh, I want to text her, like, get to know her, see if she's cool. And she was like, hey, like, I'm off doing summer bands, so I might not be able to respond as much, oh, blah, God. blah, blah. So that was, like, the beginning of when I remember, I guess, talking to Hannah. But we didn't actually meet until move-in day. Um, she was all toasty brown from drum corps, I remember. <laughs> I'm not that color anymore. <laughs> None yeah. of me looks like that. That I did um, right off of summer band. Yeah, and you had now blue I'm hair. Like pale. My I have more hair than I had then. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I yeah. I remember. You were super cool, and I met your parents too. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Your parents the were the sweetest. I met your dad. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, my dad dropped me off. So that was interesting, but I think um, I don't know. Overall, I really enjoyed my first year. I I love doing my own thing, being independent. Um, I loved meeting everybody. I, I feel like we, we all really bonded as a floor in Bruce Hall, especially since we were all music majors. Um, so I met a lot of the jazz vocalists. There were a couple other flute players that lived in Bruce Hall. So I always hung out with them. Um, so yeah, like I think because I lived in Bruce Hall, I met a lot of the people that I know now. And I'm so grateful for that because I, I think if I lived anywhere else, my college experience my first year would have been so different just because the community in Bruce is so tight um, and almost all the music majors live there. So it's kind of like you're bound to run into people who are in your class and you get to do homework together, um, eat together since Bruce Hall has a cafeteria. And yeah, I was just really grateful for the whole thing. I'm glad I got a room where I did because I know Bruce Hall fills up really fast. Yeah, I... Absolutely, yes. My dumb was like ooh crumbly hall that one must be really cool right ooh it's like right next to the music building that's the music one right it's got a piano in the bottom it, that yeah that's it okay angry oh, oh. <laughs> it looks kind of like a jail not gonna lie oh it feels kind of like a no 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 i think it looks like the hotel from the shining 
at night. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would agree like you with walk that. in and like you're you're gonna see those twins like down the hall and you're like, oh my god, okay. They attend you and tea. They're awfully young, aren't they? <laughs> and then you're like get scared after that. Yeah. <laughs> like. So yeah. <laughs> How would you? So after all of your time, like after the first year and then your second year, uh, you were living like on the edge of campus on one of the upperclassmen apartment buildings mm-hmm. um in your time as an undergrad which has been fairly short even though you're like halfway through yeah <laughs> oh crazy my gosh. to think about but how would you say have you, has your career direction changed or your like ideals about what you want to do as a teacher like what's changed for you and how you think about your career yeah so it's crazy because I came in with a lot of high school credit and I have been doing summer school for the past two years. And this is my, uh, this is my, I think my second time doing summer school, maybe my third. I can't really remember. But anyways, um, I'm really ahead in my degree plan. I'm actually, I have one year of classes left. So this next year is actually my last year. And then I student teach. But what? yeah. So Everyone hang out with Salma while you can. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's really sad because I, I realize how fast everything is going by. And I'm like, wow, this is like, I did not realize how fast this would be going. And part of me kind of regrets um, wanting to graduate early. But at the same time, I, I don't know, like the fact that I am graduating early, I can get a head start um, or I don't know. Like, so basically what my plan is. Um, I'm actually graduating right when I turn 21, which is terribly scary to me, Um, especially since I want to teach high school and I could have students that are a little bit older. And I also feel like um, some of the parents might not take me as seriously because I'm so young. Like, I'm going to be in charge of your kids and I barely am allowed to, like, start drinking or like I get the horizontal ID. Like I like I don't know. I feel like some parents would just be like, um, yeah, you're kinda young to be a teacher. I don't know if I would trust you with my kids since I'm gonna be a high school band director. I'm gonna be in charge of them when going to football games or going to competitions. And I also feel like I, I feel like I'm fairly mature for my age, but you know, everyone has their, their growing up to do, especially around like their early twenties. So I was always, I, I've always had an interest in the military, and because my dad was in the military for so long, it's always been a big part of my life. Um, I see how it shaped him as a human. He, My dad, I admire him so much. He has a really good work ethic. He always has. He's really smart. Um, he always plans things through, and like I can, I can go to him for advice because I feel like the military shaped him into who, the person who he is today. So... I'm considering joining the Marines after I graduate, actually, and I want to try and do the music program. Um, of course, that's really competitive, and I'll have to practice a lot for that, but I think I can I can do it, and if not, um, then I might just join to serve for a little bit and get some money, because it's, it's fairly decent money for what I'd be doing. Um, but something else I'm also considering doing is I'm actually working full-time at Panda Express right now um, and actually am in the process of getting promoted. So what I'm also Ooh. thinking is I can be an assistant manager for maybe like a year or two and then join the military because believe it or not, like the managers get paid very well and I just kind of want to be financially stable before, you know, living that teacher life. You don't really get to... <laughs> 
to splurge out and the yeah. the hours that you need to work are kind of long, especially if you're going to teach high school. So, I don't know. I just want to try and set myself up financially and uh, gain as much life experience as I can before I actually start dealing with other people's children. Um, I feel like it would work out better that way. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a lot. Um, I have different paths that I want to take right now. But, you know, I'm not trying to plan everything so set in stone because if something goes wrong, I don't want to, I don't want it to just ruin my plan, you know? Yeah. That's very, that's very smart. Like, oh my God, I never thought about things like that. And I mean, now I'm scared. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so young. Uh, (laughs) Oh no. It'll be okay, Hayden. It'll be okay. (gasps) Because I'm, I'm one of those like young people i'm one of the youngins yes that are like we are all the same age yeah when i graduate <laughs> in 2022 i'm like barely gonna be 21 you know we'll all have our horizontal mm-hmm. ids and they'll be fresh and shiny <laughs> roll yeah, up right. roll up as a band director with my vertical id like <laughs> <laughs> just got this so waited for six hours at the dmv for this yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know i've kind of always wanted to get a motorcycle license I don't know. Dude, it's, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I rode on a motorcycle once, and it's so nice. If you like driving yeah. with the windows down, that's like I do times ten. Yeah, yeah, it's I like. I do more often than not when I'm door dashing because I'm a <laughs> dasher oh, <cool>. now. <laughs> so I'm like, catch me at the Sonic Drive-In, like like jam into my partita for eight <laughs> voices and <laughs> with the windows hey. down. <laughs> yeah, um, I dig it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about uh, your experience in Sigma Alpha Iota. Oh, yeah. So I was initiated in, oh, man, spring of 18, I want to say. Yeah, so in order to join, you have to have an established UNT GPA. And I wanted to join as soon as possible. So I had to stay in for a semester, and that's fall of 2018. So I initiated in fall of... No, spring of 20, no, spring of 2018, yeah, 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 (laughs) so I've been in for a little while, um, and it kind of sucks that I won't be able to do it longer since I'm graduating early, Uh, but the first semester I was just in as an active member, Um, I was part of two committees, Um, I think I was part of the marketing, and another committee, I'm not too sure. Um, Marketing committee. Yeah. yeah. So I had to pitch in ideas for like our posters that we post around the music building. And yeah, so I just, uh, I mean, a lot of what we have to do too, everyone is just like spread the word, um, especially since our chapter is really small compared to how it was in the previous years. Like we just want people to, you know, like get the word out. And we actually have a lot of people who aren't music majors in Sigma Alpha Yoda too, which is really interesting. So a lot of the people that we actually get aren't music majors because you know since everyone in the chapter are not music majors they ask their non-music major friends and it just kind of you know keeps going like that which I think is really interesting too and which is like another reason why I chose SAI um because I felt like you know like someone in my relations she's never read music in her life she didn't do band high school choir or anything like that in high school and she, all she did was take a music appreciation course here because it's part of the curriculum. And now she knows how to read music and sing. And I think that's awesome. Wow. So That's cool. I, yeah, I know, right? It's, it's really cool. And I don't know. I think just things like that kind of drew me towards SAI. 
um, which led me to become an officer. So uh, this mm. past semester or this past year, I was the the editor. So I had to write um, like little articles to our our national our national what's it called uh, our newsletter. Yeah. So there were cool. two national newslet- newsletters, and one of them's for the alumni chapters and just the overall chapters and what everyone's doing and then there's another one that's specifically for the collegiate chapters um and we actually got one of our our articles featured there which is pretty cool um i did one i don't know if you guys know emma carpenter but she was a blue coat actually and she was in the front ensemble and she was one of the first females in the past i think five years to actually be a blue coat in the front ensemble because i think the past few years they've only had guys which is pretty cool um yeah, girl. so I know, yeah. right? She's great. So we ended up getting her featured in in the newsletter. And yeah, I'm I I just love being in SI SAR, you know, it's kind of an outlet for me. Uh I mean everyone knows being a music major is rough. So just <laughs> meeting up with the girls once a week, um, getting to talk about how people who aren't in the college of music how just knowing how passionate they are about spreading music to people um we usually go and we sing during christmas time or um just kind of whenever to the what's it called senior homes we go to senior homes and we sing to them and i think it's really nice um yeah that's probably one of the things that we do most often but just knowing that there's people out there who aren't music majors that are also passionate about music like i am is just it's really nice and it's really inspiring and I love getting to talk to them once a week. It's kind of like my um, getaway for the week and just being able to talk to them and bond with them and hang out with them is really awesome. I love them so much. Yeah, that's oh, oh that's that. great. Oh, yeah, you guys good. seem like like you seem tight. Yeah, you, you guys are like a so good bunch of friends. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Um, especially since there's not that many of us and a lot of them are actually graduating. Um, it's sad oh. to see them go, but I think that because we're so small, you know, we don't really have a choice to not talk to each other, um, yeah. but, but like we, we willingly do. And it's just really nice to get to know how all these people found SAI, especially, you know, since they're not music majors. Um, so just hearing their story on why they're here is really, it's really interesting and it shows how much these girls really love the chapter. Um, like our vice, our, one of our vice presidents is the, uh, someone in my relations, the person who's never done music in high school. And she's actually a vice president of SAI. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. It's really great. Yeah. I think it's super cool that non-majors are, are so into it. Like, I, I think, I think it's really good that, that there's a place, um, for them to have like a community like that. Like my... My girlfriend's sister, uh, Sydney, just recently joined SAI, and she's she's Aww. great. Um, and she didn't really want to be a music major anymore, but she still wanted to like have you know friends and community and make music and stuff. And I'm so glad that she found it because she's only told me like positive, like amazing things, and I'm like, oh, you get it? Yeah, that's so great. Oh. Yeah, there's a few few people who who joined with me, who were in my class, and they actually don't go to UNT anymore. And they kind of knew, I I think they kind of knew that they weren't going to stay. 
but they still wanted to join to be part of us and our family and I just thought that was really awesome and there are quite a few people who were music majors and end up not being music majors anymore like I know our vice president of membership when I was initiated um she was a music major at one point and I think now she's in for psychology and she goes to school at UTSA now which is awesome she's she's really inspirational she really cares about mental health issues and is really passionate about that so and I also love that we all have our our passions outside of music which is really interesting because then we can share that with our sisters there's actually a lot of uh sisters who are really into like going to the gym and yoga and like self yes. self-care so we all go and support them whenever they have when they're like leading yoga classes or stuff like that um so I yeah come to an sai led yoga class oh what? dude it's yes. so fun yeah. i love it yeah, and Aiden then and I will attend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have another sister who oh gosh, I don't know what it's called, but it's when you dance on like the rings. Um there's like these big rings and you like hold them. It's like stuff that they do at the circus. I know she does stuff like that too and she's not a music oh. major, which is super cool. I know what you're talking about. Dance Yeah, dance it's revolution. like aerial aerial dancing. Dance, dance revolution. Yeah. What? Well, Close. <laughs> <laughs> they do that at the circus. <laughs> no. <laughs> I look. I don't, have you seen some of those kids that are that are like really that is into a DDR? Sport, like, yeah. oh my god! Yeah. If if you ever go to a mall, and like see a crowd of people around, like a like a DDR machine, you know it's going down. Yeah. It's, because it's crazy how some of them just like hold on to the rails and their feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. It's so like, good. Whoa. Yeah. I once got me like I saw that one time, and I got like a DDR pad for my Wii. Um, and I was like, I'm going to do it. And then I, I was like, step. And I was like, I can't do it. I'm done. Oh, I can't. <laughs> he was more hard. perseverant at the euphonium. <laughs> <laughs> About that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's hope so. Um, you know, speaking of the euphonium, uh, uh, let's talk about GB, which has, oh, man. <laughs> which has euphoniums in it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Actually, though, that is a pretty good topic because membership, everyone needs to congratulate Salma on <gasps> making the field tech yes. position. Oh, 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 yeah, I'm really excited. Oh, my gosh. Um, when I found out, I was like, I don't know. I'm just, it, it got me so much more pumped for this upcoming season, even though, you know, everything that's going on right now with Miss Rona. We're not too sure what's going to happen yet, for sure. Yeah. But the fact that I am part of this team, uh, again, is really nice. And I'm really excited to see where we all go as a team and as an organization, despite yeah. what's going on in the world. I'm really excited, too. Like, you guys are awesome people, you know? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm so happy to work with, with all you guys. And it's going to be great. Yeah. Are you a section leader? You're a section leader, right? I am. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm so excited Ford. to work with everyone. Uh, I think it's a yeah. really great team. I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. Um, uh, again, I'll visit you at football games. <laughs> <laughs> if there are football games. If there are oh, yeah. games. If there are footballs. Yeah. I think they... I don't think they're going to cancel football. That's a yeah. big money maker for them. Yeah. That'd be kind of yeah. unfortunate. Um, we're going to have, like... Uh, like reduced capacity or something probably yeah you know, stuff i like think that. that's with every every audience so i'm gonna have to duke it out with someone to get a spot <laughs> yeah. like, oh, i'm gonna see you're you're gonna like bust through the wall like the kool-aid man like 
I'm gonna see Salma. <laughs> oh man, I don't think you'll have that will problem. Not be even performing. <laughs> <laughs> Just come to see me in my in yes. my business casual attire on the field, <laughs> yeah. handing out those ice cold Powerades after. That's half-time. the hardest part of the field tech job. Is the it? The hardest oh, yeah. part is dipping your hand in the ice cold, the freezing cold ice <laughs> to get you guys your water bottles before the game and the Powerades. And everyone's like, you're, you know, your hands are frozen. You can barely hold onto the bottle and you're trying to hold like four at a time with your teeny tiny doll hands. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, but I wanted a blue one. And you go, but all I have is red. And so <laughs> I appreciate your sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> Salute to you. Thank you. <laughs> this is going to sound mean, but I've always ca- found it kind of funny to watch them, like, really be like, ah! <laughs> like, whenever it's they're really handing out. The tough one is yeah. the first one. Oh, the first one. You mean, like, like <laughs> well, the first? Like the, the first The dip. first Powerade and the last Powerade. Oh, because the yeah. the first one is that you're getting acclimated to it. And then the last one is you can no longer feel it. Oh, I've, I've, oh, I've thought about it more like, like, you know those zombie movies when, like, or like a commercial when like the squad gets like surrounded and they're like, oh, time oh, to yeah. get them. That's you guys. Um. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, they all just come charging at you like I want my Powerade. Yeah, and you're like ah. I remember got- there was one game where we didn't have our Powerades and everyone was, was so. Oh sad. my god! Everyone was so angry. I, I will was never so forget that. Where Powerade was like I knew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like some, Anna, where's the Powerade? Some people blamed like the field techs. They were like, they were like, oh, they didn't give us Powerade, and I'm like, that's yeah. People started spreading, spreading rumors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, the, why we don't have Powerade conspiracies? <laughs> uh, you only get Powerade if you do your uh, forward, four, back, four exercise right. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, I that saw. Week, I guess. It's okay. You'll get it this year. I saw you out there taking two steps instead of one. <laughs> I saw you out there with high heels on backwards marching. No blue Powerade for you. Yeah. Team blue or team red? Oh. Team blue. Oh, that should be. Absolutely blue Powerade. I, ooh, I don't know. I like we both. We should have made that a rapid Yeah, that's question. what. <laughs> write that down. Ah. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna put that in actually like the the actual rapid fire like document. That's a good one. That's a really good. Oh, one. okay. I have to. We oh. definitely have a stockpile of these questions. Oh yeah, we have like a, right. a Google Doc. Um, <laughs> actually though, what's the best like Gatorade flavor? Oh, on tour. Gatorade. Yeah. Ooh, I know. <laughs> I like the white one. The white one that is really good. good. Glacier cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. Have you ever had the cucumber lime flavor? <laughs> I've heard it's good. Dude, the what? It's so refreshing. It's you can find it at Bucky's if you're ever down. It's like light green. Um, it does taste like cucumber lime. And lime. It's delicious. Yeah. And if you ever put like I don't know if you guys know what tahini is. It's like this chili yeah. powder that you put on fruit. Man, delicious. I I lived in San Antonio for a while. I I have tahini in my oh, that's blood. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a North Texaner with no idea what the heck. That is. <laughs> oh. So. They I, there was this candy they they call it Lucas, and yes. it's, oh, yeah man. it's it's good it's good stuff there's there's like um mango flavored lollipops or something I'm not sure exactly yeah. what to call it and it's filled with like tahini and like Lucas and stuff and it's it's That's good cool. it's good yeah. stuff it's it's something uh-huh. you kind of have to either like grow up eating because I think at first if you if you give someone like chamoy or tahini they're gonna be oh, like yeah. bro. 
What yeah. is this? It's salty and like kind of spicy, but yeah. it's a candy. Hello. <laughs> yeah, actually, Hannah, have you ever just like poured Tony Cheshire's seasoning on your hand and then just like? Ah. It's kind of like that. You know, that yes. sounds like something I would do, but I haven't done that. <laughs> well, I feel like maybe I should go do that. Go now. do that, and you've had, uh, <laughs> or actually, fill or take a dum dum lollipop, like a mango dum dum, and just coat it in Tony Chachery's, and there you it's go. That's gentrified it. So I gotta lick it first to get it sticky, <laughs> and then you just. Yeah. All right. I'll give the report on how that goes. Actually, in in middle school, I, I went to East Central. Oh, ISD, yeah. and I was at like Heritage Middle School or Oak Crest, Oak Crest Middle School actually, um, and like the the big thing there was beer salt. It was like oh a, yeah yeah people would go around with like I I didn't know it was a thing until then, and I still am kind of like I don't was that like a fever dream that I had that people <laughs> did that or <laughs> what? I think it was a phase like. I think at my middle school, too, that was a thing. People would just carry beer salt, and then yeah. in class, they would just put it in their hand and lick it. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. they just like, Ugh. and I'm like, cool. Okay. I guess. <laughs> All right. I Weird. guess there's been more harmful trends. That could be much <laughs> yeah. worse. Yeah, because, I mean, really, it didn't, it's not, it's not actual beer. It's literally just, like, flavored salt. salt or Yeah, yeah it's so. just lime salt. Yeah. So. I would argue that's a less harmful trend even than candy cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. Candy cigarettes, you pretend like you're smoking. But that's just like eating salt, which isn't yeah. healthy. And now half but... our generation vapes <laughs> and smokes cigarettes. Oh, They're like, well, ah, mm, yes. At least we didn't have candy cigarettes. That's true. And I think there was a, like, I don't know. There was this trend where they would... I think smoke like the Smarties and they would yeah. crush them up in the wrapper oh, and pretend they're smoking. Oh. My <laughs> teachers would get so angry. They would get livid because they're like, they're like, you can't be smoking. And then they're like, it's Smarties, bro. And I'm like, oh my God, what? <laughs> What's I going on? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh. there's that one guy that would really want to snort the, the powder. Oh, the yeah. up powder. So yeah. bad. Uh. I, I remember, <laughs> oh my god, there were, there were like a lot of, um, we, we legit had like an underground candy market, like, like you, like, oh, it's like yeah. literally like a drug market, but like for candy, it was, it That's was nuts. Cool. Is this something yeah. you're going to be talking about on a professional podcast? <laughs> no, it's like, it wasn't illegal <laughs> or anything. These kids would have like, or actually it's, it's not just candy. It's like snacks. They would have like yeah. it's not just candy. It was Takis <laughs> and Hot Cheetos that were like the real the real deal. If you had like a like a bag of Hot Cheetos and a can of like um, Rico's like nacho cheese, you pour it in the in the oh, Hot Cheetos yeah. bag. That's yeah, it. yeah, that was like that was like the gold standard. That was worth its weight in um in cash money. So fun fact: um, first time I had Hot Cheetos with cheese was DCI twenty fourteen. No. 2016 2016 that was Ooh. my first experience of hot cheetos with cheese and i'm glad wow. it was at dci in the alamo dome <laughs> <laughs> i've never had that is it is Ooh. it that good yeah it's pretty good you're missing out man yeah it's so terrible for you but it's delicious <laughs> especially <laughs> you if you warm it. the cheese up oof delicious yeah. if you Cuisine. go to like if you go to like a missions game in san antonio missions is a minor league uh baseball uh yeah. league person sport baseball team ball. yeah team yeah <laughs> um if you go to like a missions game or something you can totally like it's 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 in san antonio you can totally get 
like that and they they put like i don't know i've seen them put like chorizo and like chamoy and yeah all that kind of stuff in there and it's it's pretty good it's pretty good it's like yeah um but honestly like i've never been crazy about it Eh. you know i am i will eat it any day (laughs) (laughs) um I think I interrupted you, Hayden, to ask about hot Cheetos with cheese. I think you were about to talk about DCI. Oh, yeah. Are you... No, I'm sorry. It's okay. Are you really into DCI? I'm into DCI, yeah. Like, um, there was a point where I did want to march, but it's also expensive. Yeah. And I actually went with Hannah to audition for Orion Wins, and I didn't get contracted. Oh, yeah, when Orion existed. Yeah, I did get contracted, (laughs) but I couldn't afford it, so I was unfortunately not able to do it. Um, But I was always into, like, the competitive marching band scene. I think it's really interesting, and I understand the benefits. Um, I just don't think I would ever do it, just because it is a little expensive, and I could be working during the summer and get that shmoney. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shmoney. I support everyone that does it, though. Yeah. Oh. You are getting some money and working for um, building your career skills at Hebron High School. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. Congrats. I did. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So, I when did I find out? I think it was a, f- a few weeks ago I found out that I got the job. Um, but they've been really busy, especially with, you know, planning the new school year around the virus. Um, they don't really know what's going <laughs> to <Yeah>. happen. That- <laughs> next school year so i haven't started yet but hopefully soon because i'm really eager to get in there um i know there's one other person from unt daniel turner who's also oh, working. Yeah. yeah so we'll be working together i'm not sure who else is they're probably from other schools so i'm just really excited to re- them to meet the rest of the staff and the band directors because they all seem like like great people there's actually someone in my department who went to hebron high school and he's a dma student at the moment so um nice yeah so he went to he went to high school when they were still band directors so yeah i'm excited they he said nothing but good good things about them and i'm really excited to work with them that's good out of curiosity um would you have any like notes you'd want to say about the uh, um process of applying for a job as a marching band tech while never like people are always I feel like people get overly nervous or concerned with the fact of, like, did you do drum corps? Yes, no, Mm -hmm. whether that's, like, a prerequisite for teaching band. And obviously you haven't done drum corps, but I think that you're well more than prepared to teach a high school marching band. Like, do you have tips or notes or thoughts about that? I'm sure you've had to confront it at some point. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I thought at first, too, Um, especially since the drum corps community here is so large. It's kind of hard as a woodwind player to put yourself out there a little bit more. So what I would definitely recommend is trying for your school's leadership team for your marching band. I think that's probably the one of the main reasons I got the job that I did. Um, honestly, if it wasn't for Professor Cook, I don't think I would have had the opportunity to interview with him because he put oh, in wow. like he. I mean, he he recommended that I that I interview there. So I I, I think if it wasn't for him, if I wasn't on the leadership team, he would have never been able to give me that recommendation. And because I was on the leadership team, it also gave me that experience of teaching, um, especially since, you know, Green Brigade, best land, best band in the land. You know, people people know about us. Exactly. So I, when I was first applying for jobs, I was asking a lot of my old, old friends that have just graduated. And a couple of them I actually went to high school with. So I asked them, like, 
as woodwind players who never did drum corps, how, like, how did you guys go about this? And they said the exact same thing, like, uh, just make sure you're auditioning for leadership. Uh, it's all about word of mouth, basically. So you have to know yeah. people that work at different schools to put in a good word for you. Um, so I think really getting to know your peers is really important, especially your friends that have March Drum Corps, um, because you can always use them, you know, to put a good word in for you, but you can learn from them as well. Like they have the knowledge, uh, ask them questions. I know Hannah and I had our, our good discussions about marching band and drum corps. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I think that opened my mind a lot to the different possibilities of how you can teach certain things. Um, and as a woodwind player, you kind of have knowledge that other people don't. Like, if you think about it, most of these people who have marched drum corps, their primary instrument is brass. So they might not know how to teach a saxophone or a flute player how to march. So in a way, you kind of have the advantage in that sense because, you know, they need people to teach the woodwinds. So I guess the way that most schools do it is they have their brass, their brass tacks and then their woodwind tacks. So... Obviously, they need someone who knows how to teach woodwinds. And it'd be great if you know how to do both. Um, because I feel like for brass, it's all fairly similar. I might be wrong on that because I've never marched a You're brass instrument. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like um, being a woodwind player, you have that advantage, especially since each instrument is so different. Uh, you need to be, I think, getting familiar with each instrument as well is really important. Um, and what their each instrument instruments tendencies are as far as marching technique um so yeah i just think know your peers very well pick their brains especially if they have march drum corps um and make friends with upperclassmen too because you can always pick their brains as well i think that's a very a very good reason why i chose unt and why i decided to come here is because i knew people that went to my high school that go here for music and they definitely convinced me, but I also saw how they were maturing as musicians. And I thought, you know, I want to be like them so I can come here and do the same thing. And now I'm on the same path, which is kind of crazy to see because when I was a freshman, I never thought that I would be a field tech, honestly. But <laughs> it's so great to see where I am now compared to where I was two years ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, even seeing where we are now i feel like we've all had to grow up a little bit just in terms of the pandemic time like yeah i think become so a little bit more mature in handling i think our definition of a big deal has changed probably or at least most people oh yeah i think so too especially since a lot of us i feel like especially at unt we really thrive off being around each other because we <laughs> all support each other in one way shape or form um, so the fact that we aren't around each other as much, I think we all kind of grew to realize that we need to value the time that we have together. Um, especially since we haven't been able to do music at all because <laughs> yeah. of the situation we're in, which sucks. Um, so I think this next season that comes up, honestly, is going to be really great for us as a community because we're all going to appreciate it more and appreciate our teachers and the amount of time and effort they've put into making these classes going online because it's hard for them. I, I yeah. pretty sure this is the last thing they wanted to happen to have online band. Like that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So for them to be able to do this for us and still be a resource for us while we're going through this and for them to be here for us, even if it's not for school, maybe we're just going through a hard time in life is just really great. And this next season's going to be awesome because everyone's going to value the time that we have together more. 
even though it might be different because we have to practice social distancing and wear our masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, wear your masks. That's very important. Please wear masks. <laughs> yes, wear your masks. Yes. Oh my god. I work in food, and it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I said I worked at Panda, but one day I was working in the kitchen and I was cooking the food, and I like. I was wearing gloves, but I wasn't wearing a mask because I'm not talking to customers. I'm just kind of in the back doing my own thing, you know? And this guy comes in, and he's not wearing a mask. This happened on two different occasions. Both these people were not wearing masks. They see me cooking the food, and they're like, hey, you need to tell her that she needs to wear a mask. But (laughs) if you, yeah, if you cared enough, you would be wearing a mask. You wouldn't be eating the food I just made you, but you are doing both those things. And you are, I I know, like, I do wear a mask now because I get it. I've. I've done the research. I know that it's important now. But just the fact that you had the audacity to come up to one of my coworkers to tell me to wear a mask when you're not wearing one is just kind of silly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, guys, wear your mask. Yeah. <laughs> you got to walk the walk if you're going to talk. Preach. <laughs> Preach. Yeah. Yeah. Wear your mask, friends. Oh, my God. Wear your mask. I miss school. I miss school. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't care if we have to social distance. I just want to be back. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know about you guys, but like, oh man, <laughs> I I am, I am struggling with the pandemic, man. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it's hard, hard at first, especially yeah. when we. I think it was we went out to spring break and then they canceled after that, right? Yeah. It, yeah, the fact that we weren't expecting it was mm-hmm. just kind of like, hmm. Yeah, it. Dang. It it really sucked because we, I don't know, we didn't have the time to value that like we like no one was expecting it <laughs> yeah. so we were just kind of like oh yeah. we're gonna come back and see each yeah, other see in like a week. <laughs> um yeah or like say goodbye like mm-hmm. we were talking with yakin two weeks ago and oh yeah he literally never got to say bye and oh, no, like he said so that bad. and i was like i was like oh, i never God. thought about that that's insane oh <laughs> yeah yeah it's sad you know oh sorry in in drum corps i I feel bad. I'm sorry. I don't usually start by saying that. But, <laughs> uh, in drum corps, I was an alternate, as both of you know, and some of you listeners might know. And um, my job was very, like, one day they would need my assistance filling a hole when someone was injured, and the next day it would be filled because the person would recover. And so every show that I performed was like, this might be the last show that I perform. Ever. Like, I might get injured and not be able to perform anymore. Or maybe everyone would be healthy, which would be good. That would be very good. I want everyone to be healthy. But, <laughs> you know, maybe there will be no more holes for the rest of the summer. And so this show in early June is going to be my last one. It easily could be. You know, um, and then I, like, got most of the way through the season and I thought I saw people, like, just get injured so badly just randomly that they could Mm -hmm. not perform anymore and you see that a lot and you know you see that kind of thing happen a lot in real life too where it's like suddenly someone's path changes and it's like so drastically different now because of they got in a car accident or now you have a baby or Mm -hmm. you know you you got fired and so now you had to figure it out like there's all kinds of crazy stuff that can happen in your life and it kind of made me step back and go every day could be your last day actually mm-hmm. so maybe oh. i should appreciate it. which is awfully hard to think about because it's like well, i also have to plan on like paying off my student loans but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but 
every day could be the last one where you get to say goodbye to your friends before you graduate because you have to move back to Ohio or in Yawkins case or Aww. you know it might be my last yeah. drum course show because I get injured or it might be my last time to say bye to Salma because we're moving out oh. um, surprise you know <laughs> yeah so living like Larry friends you love them yeah, <laughs> value the time yeah get boba with people before oh you die. man, Boba <laughs> is great. I have an addiction. It's really bad. Me too. Oh my god, I have, I have a, I have a card. I've been, I've had this card for like two <laughs> years, like like a punch card, and I just oh. got like the tenth one, so I can turn it in and get my my free Boba free drink. Yeah. So cute. Oh. I love it. I'm so so where is the Boba place? Is it a place in Houston or is it a place in Denton? And you're just sadly waiting. Oh no, it's a place in in where I'm living currently. And okay. it's called Hello Delicious. It's oh, really good. Cute. I know, yeah. <laughs> oh. um, actually, my favorite boba spot got bought out. They were called Chaboba, C H A Boba. And I, I like go to Chaboba. I, I was dashing. I was doing DoorDash, and it's right next to a Chili's. Oh. And I was waiting in the Chili's like curbside pickup thingy. And I look over at Chaboba, and I'm like, I miss you. And I see oh. that they just added. They they have like like a like wor- like letters on the front like neon letters Not that say Chaboba, yeah. And they got bought out, and they named it Got Chaboba. So what? <laughs> they could have easily named yeah. it Not Chaboba. <laughs> <laughs> but with Got Chaboba, they literally just added three letters in front of the Chaboba, and it got doesn't even like gotcha. yeah. It doesn't even like look that. It doesn't it like you can tell like it's been after done. So it's like different font got choboba and oh it's like gosh. oh no i miss choboba anyway i know the boba place that was next to new york subhub i think they got bought out as well mm-hmm. yeah no one yeah everyone talks about subhub but no one talks about naranja cafe and they yeah. were nobody talks about oriental express oh, was that yeah. good it always it, looked no yeah it was awful it's it was deliciously so terrible <laughs> oh okay cool. sometimes you're in the mood for like have you, ever, have you ever been in the mood for really just bad Chinese food? And it's like, all I want is orange chicken. From, I don't want it. To I work at Panda. I so yeah, I from, you know, Panda Chinese Express. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that rude? I, no, it's but okay. In the I Riverwalk, That I love it. In, in the Riverwalk Mall, they have, like, the, the two little, like, American Chinese places that are right next to each other. It's like oh, that. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chinese I love food it. It's great. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's great. It's awful. But yeah, it's great. Yes. <laughs> I, I understand. Um, anyway, uh, our viewers know that it is uh, oh. about that time to uh, bring on the not so rapid fire question segment. Ta da. Okay. On. I'll go first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, is a, this is a point of contention. Not actually, because everyone has said the exact same thing every oh single God. time. Be the change you want to see in the world, ladies and gentlemen. I have a question. Do I have to elaborate on my answers, or do I just, like, boom, 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 go? You can if you want to, or you Only can... Only if you want to. Yeah. Okay, cool. If you just want it to be there, and you don't have to explain yourself, Okay. You really don't want to. Cool. I mean... But sometimes we will demand an explanation yeah. <laughs> if we're really shocked. Okay, okay. cool. <laughs> All right. Waffle House or IHOP or Denny's? IHOP. God why does everyone say IHOP? Because I'm Waffle so House is, is, it's kind of like the Chinese food situation. It's like terribly good, 
But you only That's go like, like after a football game when it's like one in the morning or you went to like a social gathering and you yeah. guys get hungry. Yeah. I, it's look, pretty bad. Okay. And then the weirdos, the weirdos that come out at night. I think I would go for the weirdos because <laughs> they're, they're a character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Waffle House is crusty. Crusty AF. Yes. Okay? But That's like, what makes it so good. If you walk into a Waffle House and think it's going to pass a health inspection, you're not in a Waffle House. Yeah. <laughs> For you're real. You're in, like, Waffle. You're in uh, Belgian Casa. Bel- Belgian yes. Casa. Whatever. Nice. Yeah. Okay. But it won't be as good because it won't be the delightfully crusty place we know yeah. and love. Like, I, Waffle House is one of America's defining features. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I dig well, it. Anyway. I will oh, go if there's turn. nothing else to eat. Oh. It's okay. That's fair. Yeah. And sometimes there's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, speaking of, what is your Denton food place of choice when there are lots of options? <laughs> oh, man. This is hard. I really like the poke place on Fry <gasps> Street. Ooh. It's so Ooh, good. It's, I don't know if you guys have been... But it's so cute on the inside. It's so, like, tropical and clean, which is great because, you know, Fresh Street is not (laughs) the cleanest. But they are very clean, and everything is really fresh, and all the sauces are delicious. And they have very good vegetarian slash vegan options, That's is also good. That's awesome. I haven't tried it um, because, well, now I live on Fry Street. So like oh, I'm cool. gonna have to let's go hate it. Yeah. yeah, do it. You can walk yeah. to Insomnia, get some poke, it's a hang. And yeah. there's a boba so place. Yes, and yeah. there's a boba place, so we can all get boba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, catch us up there. Okay. With vertical IDs getting boba. Anyway. <laughs> okay, this one's really important. Favorite dip and dots flavor. Oh. Dippin' Dots fan club over here. Hell um, yeah. probably cookies and cream. <laughs> Ooh yeah, that's a good one. That's that. a popular one. That we've yeah. only had two, like flavors. We've had mint chocolate chip from Dr. Graf and cookies and cream from everybody else. Everyone else. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that's just kind of my favorite ice cream flavor in general. So, yeah. You know, it's just better in dot form. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that they have supreme Oreos? Ooh, like the so oh, like the has, like... very much stuffed. No, 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 like Supreme, like the brand. As in like the brand? Yeah, oh, like the what? red. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like they were mega, <laughs> mega, mega stuffed Oreos. No. <laughs> like a Supreme pizza. It's got like olives <laughs> and like cheese and stuff That's on it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no. No, it's like a red Oreo. And instead of the Oreo logo, it's the Supreme logo. And it's like $9,000 awesome. or something like that. The oh, three of them. That's yeah. like something you have to have it and you don't eat it. Yeah. You just put it on the shelf like I have it. It's cool. Flex. Okay. For real. It's like collectible cereals. Don't eat them. <laughs> oh, anyway. This has nothing to do with collectible cere- cereals. There is no segue. Favorite movie of all time. Go. Oh, uh, I really like Saving Private Ryan and Forrest Gump. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I, Those weren't answers I was expecting. Yeah, I was expecting but answers like, I respect. Mm, I like Shrek. Or like <laughs> cinematic Shrek Two. Hey, yeah. oh Shrek Two is so yeah. good. It's so good. My Fairy my God sister watches. My sister watches the worst movies of all time, just like on repeat, and, but like unironically. So like she's oh. been on her like recently. Her movie has been Planet Fifty One. Do you remember oh, Planet Fifty One? <laughs> no. That scene or, where that dude plays the synthesizer to the alien. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, um, no. That's Monsters vs. Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I know Monsters vs. Oh, Aliens, but I've never seen Planet 51. That's a new oh, one. Funny enough, that's another one. I don't think I've ever seen one. that either. Um, okay. Uh, if you were a breakfast menu item at McDonald's, what would you be? I would be a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Yes! Ooh! <laughs> Off the cuff! Yeah! Right? Snap, Delicious. Snap, snap. With hash yeah. browns. For sure. Oh, yeah. Like the big hash brown. Do you prefer the, like, oval Are there hash two browns? different sizes? No, 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 no. I There's two different kinds of hash browns. There's, like, the oval okay. hash brown and the, yeah, like, yeah. or the, the, like, stringy boys. Oh, I think no, I like the oval one. It's yeah. just easier what? to eat. Yeah, the oval ones are better. No, no, they just are worse in every way. <laughs> it's really? like a sad tater tot. It's like an a oversized tater yeah, tot. Yeah, it's a tater tot, I don't and I love it. Shame. No, no. I think the stringy okay, ones, it's like I will eat them at IHOP, but they're just so hard to eat. Like if you eat it with a fork, they just kind of yeah. fall through the gaps, and yeah. it's like, man. And they're like soggy. They're just better. Yeah, if they're not so made well, better. they get soggy. Yeah. Like at IHOP. This is making me stressed. Hey, okay. IHOP, sometimes they're fire. <laughs> okay, look, IHOP, the burgers are actually like Never pretty good. Them. Not going to lie. Who they're said like... Denny's for that question? I want to know who actually no one me. Ever said Me. I said Denny's. I think Denny's is Denny's? Well, I'm saying serious? it now. Yeah, yeah. Denny's is better than IHOP and Waffle House. Yeah. You're a Waffle House Come for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I only go to Denny's at TMEA because the Denny's oh. is right across from the convention yeah. center. <laughs> Fair. Let's see. Oh, what is your Subhub order? I've never been to Subhub, actually. <gasps> because... <You> what? <laughs> yeah, because I when I got to college, I stopped eating meat. So I like, oh. couldn't oh, go yeah. there. Oh, you stuck to your vegetarianism. Yeah, sort of. I work I at Panda, so <laughs> I kind of have to cheat sometimes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I never got to go to Subhub, which kind of makes me sad. I, like, wanted yeah. to go. The veggie sub is a... really good. They have a veggie sub? Man, mm-hmm. if I knew they that, I would They do, and it's really good. Ooh. It's my fave. Do, are if they... they're still there when you get back, we should go to Subhub together. I'm you can't. Plans. Bet. Let's do it. Is it oh, gone, are they gone? Not... I think they're gone, gone. <sighs> my heart. I never right. went there, but I supported them all the time. All right, everyone type, press the letter F on your keyboards right now. Go. F there we go. F. Respect. <laughs> I just pressed F. Sorry. <laughs> that was dumb. Okay. okay. If you had to name your child a musical term, what would their name be? Um. Oh, man. Okay, I think it would be a weird name for a human, but if I had a, a dog, I think Coda would be a cool name. Oh, or... oh yes, that's a popular musician dog name yeah i know i think dr williams had his i think that's one of his dog's names but and cook oh, oh really yeah one oh of wow names is, i didn't know that names is, names coda. is coda okay cute i don't know what i would name a human though i would have to think about that that would <laughs> what are you be gonna a very name your human? <laughs> what am i gonna name my human <laughs> oh <laughs> like ooh, i named my baby I, yeah <laughs> baby one um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know that's okay yeah you might know this one i don't know this one but yeah which of the seven dwarves are you oh i don't know what all are of them. The, i know I they're help. sleepy happy uh the only one i know is dopey dopey yeah yo i'm dopey grumpy grumpy <laughs> i do know grumpy too bashful bashful yes yeah look at me i'm a dwarf uh, expert his name isn't an e there's two bashfully more. Hmm. 
I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Seven dwarves. Give me give me a sec. That's hard. Wait, yeah, is what it... are the other two? I feel like those I would be one of the other we two. We don't know all our options. This is like whenever you make them list all the sauces at McDonald's. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, sneezy. We're forgetting sneezy. Sneezy. Oh, don't be sneezy. It's I think really I'm sneezy. Timed. I am no. sorry. <laughs> I'm sneezy. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sick, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm sneezy because of my allergies. Oh, yeah. I see. Do you still have a potato allergy? Are you okay? Potato? Was it the potatoes? No. Poor Selma was I really struggling after allergy. a big... Oh, oh an egg. allergy! Yeah. Oh, that's, that's why... Okay, it was a breakfast burrito. I'm a forced vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I remember... You learn a lot about yourself in college, and someone learned that she had a wheat allergy and an egg allergy. And, and a, a dairy allergy. It's oh, so no. bad. It's terrible. I'm like, and I was, obviously, I mean, I, to I told this to you, or, uh, I said this earlier, but I stopped eating meat, and then I found out I was allergic to eggs and dairy. So I became a vegan, but <laughs> not by choice. <laughs> so I will cheat, and I'll have... I'll have ice cream every once in a while, but I suffer a little, not gonna lie. <laughs> um, Noted. A worthy sacrifice. Don't take Selma to an ice cream place on a date. Take her <gasps> to get tea. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, wait. We interrupt this program for, for something really important. So we were talking with Ian Calhoun a while ago, and yeah. we asked him what his favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor was, and mm. or, or something like that. And Ben and Jerry's has non-dairy ice cream, and it's apparently yeah. way better than the regular ice cream. It's so good. It's delicious. I don't know how they make it so creamy. Because I think the problem with a lot of non-dairy ice creams is because there's it's not actually cream or milk. There's yeah. no like fat content to make it creamy. So like if you make it with almond milk, it's just not it's just not it if you don't make it right because it ends up really like icy and watery. Yeah, but yeah Ben and Jerry's almond really... milk is so watery. Yeah, exactly. Ben and Jerry's really got us good with the. Yeah, they, they hooked us up. <laughs> they they got they gave us the hookup. Yeah. Okay, the only flutes left in the world are those like nouveau J student, J flute student, <laughs> flute things. Oh man! What color do you pick? What color? Um, ooh, the green ones are cute, but I would get a pink one just to like be flashy. Ooh yeah. Go okay. Mean green. Go mean green. You know. Since we've started doing this question, instead of asking people for their favorite color, the only person who said green was Graf. <laughs> and he was, he was immediate. I love that. Great. <laughs> His was immediate. He was like, we were like, mm. the only trumpets left in the, P in the world are pea trumpets. What do you choose? And he goes, mean green, Wait. baby. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. He was ready. Yes, sir. Pew, pew. Yeah, pew, pew. The pink would be cute, and I think it would go with your style real well. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, now that you have your new flute, do you practice sitting up or standing down? I always practice, wait, standing down? What? <laughs> sitting up, standing down? Uh, uh, I stand up. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I don't know. I can't practice sitting down because I like to move a lot, which is bad. But, oh, Hayden, That's are you fair. okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> He's still dying. I just, I, I'm good. <laughs> sitting up or standing down? Okay. Yes both standing up that's a fair answer all right this is this is a bit of a, a hot hot and spicy mcgriddle Ooh. mcchicken question question <laughs> practice north or practice south and why Practice north all day every day you mm. know it's a hang 
Um, it is? Um, no, it's not. I think it's a hang. You get to oh, hear you know, all the beautiful... Oh, it does have that bottom floor. Huh? It has that bottom floor with the seats on it. It is a yeah. technically be a it's hang. It's cool. Sometimes I go there to do homework, and then I see people in passing, wave, say a little Ooh. hello. And then a lot of the jazz studies people practice there, so you get to mm-hmm. hear all the jams. Which is sometimes not convenient if you actually want to practice, but if you're like (laughs) frustrated and want to take a break, you can hear them and it's like, oh, this is nice. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then you appreciate the school you're at a little bit more. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh, another excellent question. Favorite M&M flavor? I, okay, let's just say I think people are weird when they say that M&M's don't taste different because they absolutely do. Wait, what? <laughs> no, they do not. They I think they taste different <laughs> based on the color. Oh, wait. For some reason, I thought, like, which color M&M is your favorite, but you actually meant, like, the flavor of the M&M, <laughs> like, the package that you get. No, um, no, no, no. That no. is what we meant. That is precisely we what color. we meant. You, oh, you really? got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Do you really... I thought so you like, meant like peanut M&M. Does the M&M red one taste different M&M. from the blue one to you? Yeah. Yeah, like the blue ones just have like a more sweet coating. It's a vibe, yeah. I we need to do a blind taste test. Yeah, like okay. I think I I might be able to tell or I might just be weird. I could okay. definitely tell which one is the blue one though. All right, mark your calendars folks as soon as we get back to Denton. We're uh, we're we're inviting Salma over for a uh, a I'm blind taste test of Skittles. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, sorry. Of uh, M and M's. Oh, excuse me. I would say the Skittles blue really because do it. it's the most distinct, but the blue ones sting your teeth. So oh, oh, yeah. That's mm. the only <laughs> downside. Okay, you get a million dollars, but your arms are turned into Muppet arms. Do you take the money? I don't know why having Muppet arms would prevent. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> yes, I would take the money. Oh, so you're really? saying. You're saying I will get the money, but my arms will turn into Muppet arms. Uh-huh. Yeah, like you don't get to keep yeah. your own arms and also have Muppet yeah. arms. It's like your arms are, are like, yeah. them. Okay, I wouldn't, mostly because uh, I play an instrument for a living, and I don't know how I would <laughs> conduct with, like, nubs. <laughs> you just flop around. Yeah, like, they get it. That's true. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, ideal union lunch. Gummy green. Ooh, you know, if I if I want to cheat, have a good cheat meal, I will get a number one with pickles from Chick Fil A. But if I want to be good, oh. I will get a salad from Chick Fil A without chicken, mm. and a fruit cup. Yes. Yeah, fruit cup. Mm. And fries. They have a really good Cobb salad. Yeah. The, the dressings are good. Something about the corn being in it. Ah, good mm. stuff. Corn is good. Delicious. Yeah, corn is good. I love corn. Corn is like one of those things that you just can't mess up like even like canned yeah. corn you know like anyway i used to eat canned corn like from the can when i was little just like oh scoop it from the i can. didn't know you were an insane person <laughs> yeah i was weird i was that kid i'd put salt and pepper and just munch well, on you know you can like doctor up canned corn like if you microwave a can of corn and you put like mm. like like Tone. yeah like I guess Tony's. Tony's would tajin. work. Yeah, yeah, like tahin and co- like cotija cheese or cojita cheese yeah. in it. Yeah, it's delicious. Really good. Delicious. Um, well, you know, I don't know if delicious is actually the word, but <laughs> uh, it tastes like corn with seasoning. Yeah, yeah, could be indeed. worse. <laughs> okay. Oh, I like this next one. Uh, yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Official uh dish of the comic podcast: corn with seasonings in it. 
right. If you had to change your identity and start a new life, what would your inconspicuous identity be? Like my name? Like or... all of it. Like what would you do? Yeah. Well, your whole like, oh, bio. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I would. I actually really enjoy cooking, so I think I would become a chef somewhere. And Ooh. I would live in the city and just cook, play. I don't know if playing my flute would also be part of my identity now, so I don't know if that would be allowed, but I would play flute <laughs> still because that'd be my only connection to music, and I wouldn't want to give that up. Okay. So I, I mean, you might, chef somewhere in you might, like, touch your pink nouveau J flute, and someone will, like, like see and be like, hey... <laughs> aren't you reminds me of Soma. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you'll be like Giada or or Rachel Ray or something. Or like yeah, the Pioneer man. Woman. Have you ever seen the Pioneer Woman? Dude, Pioneer Woman's great. She's no. so yeah. The Pioneer Woman network. is this lady on like the Food Network or something. And she is like, it's like a reality cooking deal. And she has like her family and she does all like. redheads. Yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's it's something. They have a farm. Like she oh, is yeah. the country woman, and she cooks, and they have everything fresh there, and it's yeah. it's great. It's a magical Dang. world. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of like like I have this dream of living as an anthropomorphic animal in like not I'm not a furry <laughs> in like a, in like a Victorian dress in like a Beatrix Potter book and like waiting for my neighbors to come over for tea and like Ooh. we all have picnics and. Eat biscuits. I think you and... literally <laughs> just described being a furry. No, furry, <laughs> oh, it's like, that's different. It's not, I don't have a fursona. I just want to have a peaceful pastoral life in living in a hollow tree or under a toadstool or something. That's and cute. I want to like tea. I don't like tea. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to hear me rant more, um, come hang out with me or something because okay. I probably, this is not a good place for that. So. The next, our next, uh, the next like podcast episode is episode what nine hannah brayfield and it's just you ranting hannah brayfield is not a furry <laughs> okay okay anyway please don't please i'm glad i'm not teaching the trombones anymore because that's oh man they would mercilessly make me. anyway <laughs> the last question um is of course a very important question how was your day oh my day was great as you know i went to the beach got a little yeah, sun I actually used to not like the beach because I used, I just sands like not I think it's like weird I don't know you might and say then, it's coarse rough and gets everywhere yes exactly and I think because I the Pacific Ocean beaches are terrible it's like cold and gross and the water's ugly but I think here um like I think one of my the biggest reasons why I didn't like the beach is because when I stepped in the water, I always step on like seaweed, and I think it's an animal, and that freaks me out. But oh, in yeah. the yeah. in the Atlantic Ocean, there's there's not much. It's mostly just like sand and shells, and it was a lot of fun. And it, the waves yeah. were nice today, so we got to ride on the waves on the boogie boards. <laughs> Pretty oh, cool. And we got cool. some pizza, which was great. And I also pizza. took a nap. What kind of pizza? Um, it was like Neapolitan oven brick pizza, Ooh. so it was like oh. fancy. fancy. Yeah, it was great. I I've so always my, been the same way about uh, the beach. Uh, I've always hated it, but what? Yeah, I always have. The scenery is nice. It's beautiful. Yeah, well, I I haven't been since I was like a kid, and I don't know. Oh. So uh, <laughs> I've only been to like Galveston beaches and stuff, and like mm-hmm. Gulf of Mexico oh, yeah. kind of stuff. Or Port Aransas. They're not the most attractive yeah. beaches. Yeah, like, I actually, I, I dash 
so I rolled up to Galveston the other day, and I was like, all right. He's a DoorDash driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, ro- I roll up to Galveston, and I'm like, you know, maybe I'll go out on the on the beach, and I'll see what it's like. Beautiful water, blue water, good white sand. And I get out there, and it's like like trash everywhere. Like brown. The, yeah, the water's like poopy brown. And it says the yeah, sand. Yeah, the sand is like, uh, And I was like, uh, I want to go home. Yeah. My, I've only ever been to Texas beaches, which I like. They're pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> they're not the best from what I've heard, but I love the beach because the feeling of like when you lay back in the water and you feel waves go. Yeah, over you, like that's not probably something you're supposed to do because you get like, sucked in the current. Water gets in yeah. your eyes and currents and whatever. I was, I was a kid. Yeah, but <laughs> like the feeling of water washing over you. Hmm. Oh, it's nice. Good feels. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. So with that, that's probably the last thing I'll say. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is about time to wrap this up. So uh, again, thank you, Salma, for joining us today. Uh, it was delightful. Um, but that is, again, it for us from the UNT College of Music in Context podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Peace. Hey, everybody, did you like the UNT College of Music in Context podcast? Did you hate it? What'd you think? Visit our Twitter at UNT Comic Podcast or Facebook also at UNT Comic Podcast and let us know. Give us suggestions. See what's coming your way in future episodes. Ladies, the DMs are open. And gentlemen, we are inclusive. You can even rate us on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on an iPhone, iPod, iPad, iPad, or iPatch. Not sure about those last two. We welcome any and all feedback. Uh, Let us know if you have any questions or just feedback for the podcast. Anyway, thanks for watching. Uh, We'll see you guys next week on the UNT College of Music in Context podcast. That's it for us. Bye. Love y'all. Bye.